Hello. I could eat about a million and a half of these. Well, nobody's perfect. Welcome to the It's a Drama podcast. My mother thanks you. If you can't say something nice. All right, Mr. DeMille, I'm ready for my close-up. the drama podcast i'm liz and i'm brian and today we bring you this last podcast from chiang mai, chiang mai. this is the last I one say that again. this is the last one you i'm just talking over you this is the last one you're going to be getting from thailand yes. and this i've got to say is going to be a fabulous fabulous episode do you know why brian because i've had my tonsils out i won't be able to talk very much yes exactly <laughs> i get all the limelight <laughs> In fact, Brian, why don't you just stand? I'm not I, sort of can I just down. have a lay down and just relax my throat because it's flipping killer. We're going to be talking about having surgery in Thailand. Brian having his tonsils out, what that was like. We're going to be talking about getting our visas extended because we were in the country illegally. We're going to be talking about how we feel about going back home to New Zealand after six months and everything that comes with that. And most excitingly, and I cannot believe that I'm actually going to do this, but I am. I'm making myself do it. Most excitedly, Ingly, I am going to be reading you an excerpt from the book that I am writing. Yeah that I'm going to be publishing in the next few weeks. Weeks, sort you can of. say weeks, yeah. <laughs> weeks can be few, can yeah. be many, but it's, it's going to be published by the end of the Sooner year. Sooner than later. And I am sharing a section of that book with you. And I'm so nervous and I'm so excited because I know you're going to love it. And yeah, so yeah, just hang that, around to the point, end of Liz, the show. How hard is it for you to read out your book? It's it's on a scale of one to hundred. Hundred being like yeah. feels like I'm having knives feels like stabbed at me. Just had your tonsils out without yeah, any anaesthetic. I would say it's hundred and twenty. Yeah, that's but what I was thinking. You know what, Bri? You've yeah. got to do these things. You've got to be brave. You have. You've got to be brave. Yeah. And I'm going to do it. Yeah. Face your fears. So, Brian, yes. I mean, we're all laughy and jokey about it now, aren't we? I know, but we, are. we weren't this time yeah. last week, were we, Brian? No, what are we going into first? Is tonsils. It straight into the tonsils. Well, I thought if we talk about your tonsils first and then that'll yeah. give you a bit of a rest after, won't it? Yes. So go on, what was it like being in Thailand, undergoing surgery? It's the thought of actually doing it. I mean, because this I got I got a bit of a, a cold back in um Italy. And uh that really set set my um, tonsils off, which, I, you know, over the last few years, I have I've had a few problems with them. But um, when I got on the plane to come to Thailand, and I think I did say it on last week's, I could not hear in my right ear for three days afterwards very well. And the pain coming into land was intense, you know. Um, I struggle in sleeping and stuff like that. So um, within two or three days of being here, I thought I can't stand this any longer. I've, I'm going to go to a clinic and see an ear, nose, and throat guy. And I don't know if you've ever, ever had one of those endoscopes put up your nose, but it's not very nice, especially if your nose is all inflamed from the tonsils and this, that, and the other. It's not a great subject to talk about, it is, is it? Really? It's fascinating. It's just the guy said to me, Would you like a little bit of um, anesthetic? And I'm like, well, Hang oh, on, hang on. Let me just yes. hold you there. So, are you talking about when they stick a camera up your nose yes. to go down the back of your throat? Yes. Right, okay. So that's, just hold this a minute. The endoscope. Because I just want people to know, because yes. you haven't said it, I want people to know that when you had problems <laughs> in New Zealand, yes. no, no, you don't know what I'm going to say. So what are you no, I'm at? not, because I was just picturing myself with that, the way he did it. God, just carry on. I'll, I'll, I'll hold Focus that thought. Focus, Brian. I am, but my, I can't smile and laugh at the same time because it makes my throat sore. <laughs> 
Okay, go on, carry on then. Yeah, so it, it made me, it, it, it's the way he did it. I mean, normally when you, 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 you'd be back in New Zealand or in England or wherever you are, you, you would go and have make an appointment just to have that done. But I'm sitting there with him and he goes, oh, you, you, we need to, to put a camera, at, um, you know, um, and have a look what's in there. And I'm like, I was just like, okay, so when's that going to be? And he goes, now. Oh, no. And, you know, you just think, oh, oh my God, oh. I've never had one of these things put anywhere in my body, like, you know. And um, so he goes, would you like some anaesthetic? And, he, and I was like, yes, please. Because uh, I'm thinking, I, I, I have the faintest idea how big one of these things is. Yeah, like, what's you know? it going to do? Yeah, well, you know, is it the size of a flipping um, rolling pit or something? I don't know. With a big camera on the end of it. I see the one on the size of my phone. It's huge. <laughs> <laughs> and anyway, I said, yes, please. He goes, it's just very like wasabi. And I'm like, okay, I don't really care as long as it numbs it. And I'm, and I'm not being funny. He squirts this stuff up your nose. And you just, eyes just pewing with liquid. And it's just... Wow. Really? It's just, yeah. And did, then, it, did it feel like wasabi? It, yeah, because it's like hot. It's oh. just like, wow. And, and you know, and it just goes, it's, don't breathe. And you don't need to because it just flies down the back of your throat and everywhere because it's like ejected with a spray. But within 30 seconds, you, you just lose the feeling of everything in your nose. Oh, do like, you? Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, yeah. that's good then. That's yeah, why they you, did it then. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And then they what they and just... then that thing goes straight up through the through the nose, and he's like, and and not in that, you're looking at the camera, and it's like, oh, it's a good job <laughs> I blew my nose before I came in. <laughs> it's pretty gross. So but go that, on, yeah, go on, get to. So the... when he's talking to you, and next minute it goes up round the back, and next minute you're looking down your throat, Ooh, and it's just and you can see your tongue moving. He's asking you questions, and it's just like, <laughs> do you want me to talk with this thing in the back of your throat or what? So did it feel like a COVID test? It's not you, as bad as, not test, as ba- honestly, yeah, it's not as bad as a COVID test. Oh, that's the, not too I, bad. I then. think the COVID test because you know they should do that. They're everyone, but I suppose it would um, kill the bugs in there if they squirted that stuff up. You know, it's like you know. But having the COVID test in the hospital because I had to have one when I went to went to hospital. Um, that it's like yeah, it's like they really push it up. They wait. The best thing to do with the COVID test is just wince straight away. Yeah, and then they stop because mm. it's like, oh, we found the point, have we? It's like, yeah, exactly. It's the it's like it's called the top of my head. Maybe I should have just said as well. If you are new to the show, we're in Thailand. We're in Chiang Mai in Thailand. Me and Brian. Yes. We've been traveling for six months. This is the last month of our leg of our our big trip, and yeah, we're in. We've had loads of dental work done, so we're we're quite confident with the the healthcare system yes. in Thailand, aren't we? Yeah, no, just I, it's, to be clear. I, yeah, I absolutely have t- total faith in it because mm. where we are in Chiang Mai is there's a, there is a there is a dental uh, not dental there's a, um, a a health hospital here as a health university where you know you can be taught to be doctors mm. and dentists and all those sort of things like you know and it's a huge huge university isn't it so, so they told you your tonsils had to come out he, yeah he just went you've got chronic tonsillitis yeah. you know um gave me antibiotics to come back in 10 days went back in 10 days and it's just like well it hasn't cleared up and you know were you hoping that it would clear up yeah definitely because yeah. you know when you take antibiotics things calm down he's just like this you know they're still swollen they're still you've still got um chronic inflammation around them and it's chronic tonsillitis as he mm. called it and he said really i don't think you should fly right uh why like it is because you know you could burst something you could or explode your head could explode. my head could have exploded or tonsils yeah. all over the passengers it's not very nice flying, is it? yeah with things flying out no, the ears thanks. and nose and all sorts of stuff like you know and ear nose and throat <laughs> so you go to this i know this is a bit gross it is a bit gross sorry but you go to but it's interesting because you mm. don't it's not it's not every day you go to thailand and, and go into surgery is it Brian? no it's not and i've never been to hospital 
apart from having stitches when I was a kid and, um, uh, you know, the old scan here and there. That's about it, really. The old what? Scam? Scan. Oh, those scan. are scammers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, you, you have an ultrasound scamming? or something when you're pregnant, mm. <laughs> even though I haven't been. But, you know, just to just to have the general checks on your heart and stuff through family conditions, like, you know, so you you get checked up yourself. Your doctor says, well, you know, family conditions, you're bad, and you, this, that, and the other. All right, we need to get you in. So this is a private hospital they this send you to, This is a private to, hospital. In Thailand. Yes. In Chiang Mai. It yep. was like a hotel. Well, well what am I on really. about? No, it, it wasn't. wasn't. It smelled it, a wee, didn't it? Bro? It smelled a wee a bit, yeah. But it was yeah. a nice room. It was, but it was, it, it was like a hospital private room. Yes. It's not it wasn't super comfortable or anything like that, was it? Like you know So you went in, there was an ensuite, there's a bathroom on the right hand side, big double doors at the end of the room looking over Chiang Mai. That was really nice. Yeah. Air conditioned, telly, little fridge, little yeah. rice cooker. Um, what else was in there? And uh, one of the big bed oh, a bed for me to sleep on if I wanted to stay over. Yeah. And then next to that the big hospital bed. I liked that hospital bed, but I liked playing You liked playing on that. You're laughing your head off with yeah, that, Yeah, I was, you? because you could press this button and it made Bri almost double over. Yeah, like a scissor. Yeah, like a scissor. <laughs> so I said, come on, lay, on the, lay yeah. on the bed and I'll press this button. And his legs and head came up at the same time. Yeah. You could do one of them in the gym. You don't have to do sit-ups, would you? <laughs> oh, but I'm laughing now. But honestly, when you went in there and they said, they, or they all came in with their clipboards and yes. they put you in that robe, didn't they? Yeah, that's that's weird, isn't it? You know, you have to take all your clothes off and put in, and get into those funny robes. Yeah. I mean, what are those robes? And then then they make you change again into the bloody operating gown. Yeah. It's like, it's but when they were asking you that. all those questions, like you know, what is there anything? Yeah, you're that's the anaesthetist to... that came in. Oh, that was, was it? the anaesthetist. Yeah, and he comes in and asks you what you're allergic to, you know, and everything else. And I must have had my blood pressure taken about fifty times, mm. and a blood test, amount of tests that you have to go through just to have an operation. Mm. And you know? they told us, didn't they? They said, you're going to be kept in for 24, minimum of 24 hours. Yeah, they wanted me there for three days. Well, no wonder, Brian, they're paying, you're paying mm. flipping $2,000 a night to stay there. Mm. No wonder they wanted you there I three know. days. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So anyway, I, anyway, can anyway. you just get on and tell me anyway, what was it so, like when you went wheeled down? And and uh, it's not a great feeling, you know, when you're actually... Really? <laughs> no, it really, really isn't. Because it's just like, what are we going into here? Like, you know, and, it, it, you know, you're on the bed and you, they take the wheel you out the room. You know, you hop up onto the bed and you wheel you out and, you you know, you keep trying to look up to see where you're going. But all you can see really is the ceiling. Um, and they're just pushing you around and then you're into the lift and you go down about six floors. Did they talk to you? No, because they were just talking Thai to each other. There was a, right. there was a nurse and um, a porter, as they, I suppose that's what mm-hmm. you'd call them, um, a help out guy, you know. And then next minute you, you you're coming in and you can't read any of the signs because it's all in Thai. You know, their alphabet's just... Did you feel alphabet, safe? Doesn't it? Uh, yes, but then you just, you have that... A, there's a panic, there's a fear, isn't it? It's like... Of what? Well, where am I? Well, you know, what is this? There's yeah, not one English-speaking person I can hear. Yeah. You know, I think... And I was thinking about this, you know, everybody should be made to do this. Go to a hospital, get ready for an operation but not actually have the operation, but just be wheeled down to somewhere. And just, you know, because we all think, oh, I'll just keep doing what I'm doing and it all goes wrong, I'll go to hospital and I can get it fixed, you know? And that's that preventative side of things. It's just, it would just make people just think, goodness me, don't don't want to do this. Like, it's, this is to go and have me tonsils out. I think that's a you know? little bit unrealistic though, Brian, to expect everyone in the world to have to yeah, go through that. Yeah, I think that. everyone should go through it, you know, just... Because you don't want that big operation, do no, you? you that's know, and, true. and it's just, I just feel, uh, it makes you think, 
what people go through every day like you know yeah. it really really does it does doesn't it yeah and you just think oh these people are going are doing this and just you know heart operations any operation I know. it's just like oh my goodness me i must admit on you a know? serious note when we were sitting in that room i just thought you know you think of all these people that like you say they're going through yeah. all this they go through stuff in their life and they don't tell anyone they just get on with it and I it's know. just you just you take your health for granted so much Until and it is the biggest it, yeah. it's the only thing you've got isn't well, it like you, you, know? you know you're you're in control of your body and 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 everything else because you know it's what what you put and you get out sort of thing i've always said that like you know but all of a sudden you had it's a bit like being in a plane isn't it you hand the reins over mm. to whoever's driving the plane but this is now i'm handing my life over to the anaesthetist mm. and the surgeon with a scalpel so you have the operation, you go under, you have the yep. operation, you come back up, you're wheeled up into the bedroom. I was there waiting well, for you, like the, the loving thing wife. Is, yeah, you, you go into the recovery room and, and you know, it was, I remember oh, seeing... Oh, tell them about the time you asked to go to the toilet, Brian. Oh, I tell you, well, thanks, Liz. <laughs> <laughs> that was the weirdest thing. And it's just, you know, <laughs> something might have happened in that surgery. I just don't know what it was. But... <laughs> Oh God! Don't laugh! Don't oh flip and rip your stitches. Me. Go on, tell us. So, um, you know, I, I, I come around and you, and they call you Mr. Brian. You know, as if like, why don't you just call me Mr. Deacle? Uh, or you know, not. And they're going, you always hear is Mr. Brian, Mr. Brian, and bump you back. You're back in the the land of the living, like you know. And then it was just like, bump, I'm awake. And I'd been under for probably forty minutes. I suppose, because that's about the time I went in. To the, there was a clock on the wall, and I'm like, right, okay, and I've got to stay here an hour now, like you know. And you can, you've got a, an intravenous strip, you've got a blood pressure monitor, constantly going up and down every ten minutes. And I just woke up, and I was just thinking, oh God Almighty, that's, that's a pain in my backside. And I said, I have to, I really need to go to the toilet right now, you know, because did you feel like you were going to do yourself? Yeah, honestly, <laughs> I thought I was going to put uh, the pain was in. Oh, I it was laugh, just sorry. honestly, it was funny. Oh no, it's not funny. But and I'm looking at the woman. I called her over and I asked, "Oh my like, god, listen, I need to go to the toilet." She said, "Well, you can just go here in the in in in, in the bed." And I'm like, <laughs> "What?" <laughs> it's like that in Thailand. Honestly, <laughs> we're very open. Yeah. I'll give you a bed bath and everything. <laughs> I'm like, "What for ten dollar?" Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh go on then so list. she said all right go on you said uh, no she, no she, she not said, for she, a wee wee she, for yeah, a poo yeah. poo I said, I said no i need a poo <laughs> <laughs> and she like looked at me she went oh, you can't stand up at the moment and i'm like oh, I, honestly i can stand up anytime if i need a poo because uh, yeah, i'm just thinking and it was just like it kept coming in waves like you know and i was just thinking what the hell did what they been doing in there i was like you know they dropped me or something maybe they'd given you like a laxative or something I don't know. Well, your body relaxes, doesn't it? So maybe just something moved and stuff. But, yeah. You know, honestly, for the first ten minutes, and she said, I, "Yeah, in twenty minutes, I can. You can stand up and go, or you can do it here in the bed." And I'm like, "Oh, jeez." So <laughs> <laughs> charming. That's lovely. <laughs> And I was just thinking, come on, Brian, you're better than this. You can do this. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you just haven't got all your faculties around you because yeah. you're just like, whoa, I've just, where, where was I? I've just lost half an hour of my life. <laughs> oh. oh, well, at least you didn't. You see, so you no, didn't. No, I didn't. Yourself. Within, That's like, good. honestly, to be proud yeah. 
after about two pumps on the um, blood pressure machine, that was, that was 20, 20 minutes or half an hour or whatever it was, it just everything just got back to normal. And then she came to me and said, right, would you like to go to the bathroom now? And I went, no, I'm all right. I'm all fine. Sorry, I've done it in the bed. <laughs> I've done it in my shoes. Yeah. <laughs> A big boy did it and ran away. <laughs> oh, so you came back to the room and you stayed overnight, didn't you? I stayed overnight, yes. And um, actually, I came back to the condo because... We just said, I could see, and I remember my brother saying <clears throat> saying something similar because my to brother... To be honest, there, there was nothing, there was no point in you being there because... Oh, thanks, Bri. No, but there wasn't because I was tired. I was absolutely Well, that's what I'm going to say. I'm just trying to say to you. I remember when my brother went through, he had went into hospital. Yeah. And um, I've told you about this before, like, you know, and he, I remember him saying to me, it's more stressful knowing that your partner's with you and, and you're worrying about them. Yeah than it is having them with you to soothe yeah. you and keep you company. So I, just that's... Did, I just did it as a test to see if you would leave, and you did. I did, yeah. Yeah. Went down to get some pad thai. Well, no, it wasn't just the pad thai, was it? <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So I went home, got myself a nice little hong thong and, and water drink. Yeah. Because to be honest, right, it was a stressful day for me. It was me. a stressful day for you. <laughs> <laughs> so I just wanted to give you some space. Yeah. But no. I'm telling you now, Bright, it wasn't very nice without you. Not be it was horrible no, being here without you. Yeah, but that's you. the thing is, especially in, in a different, in a foreign country, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, or just, any time. I don't like ever you, want to be you, without you. You don't realise how how hard it is to go into a hospital mm. in a foreign country. Anyone's like, oh yeah, but it's brilliant. It's like you know, New Zealand hospitals. I've got New Zealand people in there, and you can just. You can get some banter going with them, can't you? Mm. You know. Do you hear about the one that nearly shit himself in the bed? Yeah. <laughs> that, that English guy. Did you see that? Like, you know, do you see what we did to him when he had all his clothes off? <laughs> so anyway, of at least Instagram. you're here now. At least you're here now because you only stayed in a day, and it was he did yeah. this really lovely thing for to me, right? Because, like I say, he was supposed to be staying in two days. So I came can home. I, can I tell my story about the the, the breakfast? Oh, yeah, go on then. Yeah, I'll, I'll, t- I'll do that first. It was like, so I wasn't allowed any food that night. And I, I hadn't eaten from since uh, nine, eight o'clock the day before, wasn't it? That, that we, we'd, we'd had an omelette the day before or whatever we had. And uh, we did it at the train station, wasn't it? And um, we, so I've been tw- just over 24 hours um, operation and everything else. So you're not feeling great because of all the stuff they've been pumping into you overnight. And every... Every hour they would open the door and come in and check my blood pressure and everything right through the night. So you just don't get any sleep, do you? Mm. So in the morning, she comes in to see me, the, the, the nurse, and says, um, well, what would you like for breakfast? And I said, well, what am I allowed? And she said, well, you can have these couple of things here, like, you know. So she bring a menu? A, a menu, yeah. So it was, a, a, what could I have an omelette, basically? So I'll have an omelette then, please. And, um, and then they come in again around about... Um, Probably about eleven o'clock to ask what you'd like for your for your lunchtime. Was it a nice omelette? It was a very jolly nice omelette. Was it just yes. plain eggs? Yeah, that and then and some melon. Probably for, bought it to you to bind you up a little bit. But yeah, it probably was. This like, is you know, the guy with this, the leaky bowels. Like, the uh, <laughs> leaky bowel syndrome <laughs> after his operation. Give him a few eggs. I'll sort him out. <laughs> Gosh, you didn't. <laughs> come on. Come anyway, on. so. Uh, 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 a, a nice nurse comes this time, bubbly, and she walks in. Oh, uh, Mr. Mr. Brian, um, well, what would, you, would you like to choose what you'd like for lunch? And I'm like, choose, yes, please. I'd like to choose what I'd like for lunch. And she opens them all up. And she, and she, she, I'm standing next to her now, and she's, 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 we're standing shoulder to shoulder, and she's flicking through, flicking through all the stuff. Like, what? what I said, what is that? And she, said, oh, it's all this. Like, you what know? was there? Well, there was there was loads of stuff. Was there it? was all sorts of things. Yeah, like there, what? there was. Um, you could have uh, like mashed potato and something, or you could have there was pasta. There was everything. Oh, like, okay. You know all these things. 
um, about, about seven or eight pages of, of different foods. Oh, wow. And um, so I'm like, okay, can I have this one here, please? And I can't remember what it was like, you know. And she looked down at the notes and went, no, you can't have that. Because she said, you've had a, a tonsillectomy. And I'm like, yeah. And, she's, and then she goes back to the first page. And then she looks again. Oh, and you're gluten intolerant, right? Okay. And then, so what can I have? Well, you can only have the omelette. <laughs> <laughs> but this is what, what, do you, what, what do you just come into me and say, would you like an omelette again? Yeah. <laughs> this is what I'm saying, Bri. That's why. They had, yeah. they knew. They're discussing it outside. Yeah. They knew your history. Yeah. They're like, no, that's, he's let's only go, having let's, an omelette. Let's go and play with him and do see. Do not see give what, that see guy what, any yeah. fibre. <laughs> yeah, but it's not even that, is it? It's just like, let's go and find this guy and tell him he can have everything. Then right yeah, then yeah. just say, no, you can't. Oh. Yeah. So that was that. And then Brian did this thing. Like I say, I went I went back to the condo and the next morning we got I got up and phoned him and I said, How are you feeling? And he's like tells me the story about the that he'd had the omelette. And I said, Do you think you'll have to stay again tonight? And and he said, I don't know, the doctor's coming round at two and two he'll he'll yeah. tell me whether or not I have to stay in another night. And I said, Oh Brian, just tell them that you feel better and that you'll recover better at home because I just wanted you to come back. Like, you yeah. know, I just wanted Fair you to come podcast. home. Yeah, because there's a lot of things that needed doing. And, um, <laughs> and um, yeah, so to, I waited. I was working on my computer in here in the condo. And I got waited till half past two. And then I thought, OK, I'll give him a ring. Phoned him up and I said, what did he say? And Brian goes, no, he said, he said he's got I've got to stay in for another two nights and I'm like you're joking me Brian why didn't you say something he's like no Liz it's just it hasn't you know it's not looking great and I've got to stay in for another two nights and then there's a on the door and I went hang on a minute there's someone at the door and I opened the door and it was Brian and he was just tricking me and he just come home it's so yeah, nice I ran away <laughs> and I was like oh what's that smell goodbye yeah. <laughs> you cleaned your pants so yeah, that was a really nice surprise. Yeah. Right. So the next thing was getting the visa because, as we told you, we um, we were uh, we'd we'd overstayed. We'd we'd only got a thirty day visa, and yeah. you know we wanted to update it. So yeah, and that that wasn't. <sighs> You know, we weren't staying here. I know you said illegally at the start, but we, we weren't. We would have become illegal after oh, yeah. after the. Make it um, sound good, though. Yeah, we after were the twenty sixth. Yeah, yeah. So we we just needed to extend it by nine days, which is mm. crazy. It's not a lot, but um, it's a five hundred baht a day fine for each of us. Mm. So that's around about ten ten dollars, isn't it, US or whatever? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> between you, maybe more. So it would have been a thousand a nine hundred. No, a $90. Well, it would have been a lot. Whatever and more importantly, we were scared yeah. that we were going to get to the airport and they were going to come out with their guns and say, yeah, you know. Yeah, you need to come with us. Yeah, you, what yeah. you've been doing, staying in Thailand. And there's all stories on the internet like, oh, yeah, if you overstay, then they won't let you back in Thailand. And we don't want that. Yeah, but you just don't want a, a mark against your name no. with, with a visa or when no. you come to the airport next time, do you? It's just easier just to go to the um, Thai immigration office, which is down by the airport. So it's about... It's about a, um, 10 minutes away from where we're staying, isn't it? But we turned up and it was like, I don't know, it was like, it was a bit weird, wasn't it, Bri? It was a, 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 a car park with a load of like sheds in them. Up, up, not sheds, but, you know, up from sheds sort of thing. Yeah. And people, different sections that you had to go in to do different things. And no one seemed to knew, know what they were doing. Um, there was lots of people hanging around and waiting and a bit confused and this is where you go and fill that but form. There was a lot of stuff outside, wasn't there? Yeah. You weren't, you weren't really allowed into the main thing unless you had all the paperwork sorted. So mm. you had that area where, and not only that, there's just a bunch of trays, you know, the um, like um, in-out trays. 
just full of forms mm. with no labels on them. So you didn't really it know. It was a bit confusing. And it, was, it was very confusing because it was a bit in English, uh, uh, lots in Thai. And because there's so many different visas, there's people who are working in from China. Do you know what I like doing, Brian? All sorts of stuff. I like, I like watching all the people and seeing what they were going for. Yeah. Anyway, this is what I wanted to say. We got our visas and it was easy. It was three hours. But this is what I wanted to say to you, Brian. And this is what you need to remember. Yeah. So, you know, when we walked into that little shed thing, and we were going to get the E45 form or whatever it was called yeah. that we needed to fill in before we could get the photographs, before we could apply for the extension. We walked in there. And so you walk in, it's a long, skinny, imagine this long, skinny shed-like building with a row of chairs down one wall. And on the other wall, two glass cubicles with important people sitting in there with doing their immigration stuff. Yeah. On the and phones. they and they would call you. No, they weren't on the phones on computers. And they would call you up. So you know, then you'd go. You'd, you'd each move down the chair it, when it was your place. Yeah, because you walked in and picked up a little, up a little cardboard cutout thing yeah. that someone had made at home. But here's a funny thing because we walked in there and we were like completely and utterly confused. So the person at the end nearest the door to where we walked in. We said, well, Brian said, excuse me, mate, are, are, is this where you get the E45 whatever form? Yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just take the number um, and get your E45 and then they'll stamp it and then you can just go next door and get your photo. And Brian goes, oh, all right, cool. So we sit down on the chair nearest the window and then this other young couple come out. Oh, that's why I'm saying another young couple. Another young couple like us came in, totally confused. And they looked at Brian and they're like, Excuse me, mate. You, I don't suppose you know if this is. <laughs> it just goes on, doesn't it? It did, and that every time. And then the person at the end of the chair is the leading authority, yeah. and it was just the way you said to that guy, as if you had full confidence on what you were doing. You know, it's just like, and I was just laughing to myself because I thought thirty seconds earlier uh, yeah. that was you, and yeah. now you're the one that's going. Oh no, no, no! All you need to do is just take this number. You know, it's funny, isn't it? It is because you, you're everyone is just walking around like chickens with lost heads. Mm. Aren't they? You know, it's about heads. I mean, because they're just thinking, what do I do next? You know, isn't that funny about life though? How you learn something and then you pass it on to someone yeah. as if you're the one that knows about the it. The authoritative way of yeah, saying yeah. it. Yeah, what is it? You've got them. Oh yeah, you need that. Yeah, because yeah. uh, as, your, as your hotel giving you the, that, that particular form, that's mm. what she's looking for. Oh, oh no, they haven't. Well, go and call them and then they can do it. <laughs> yeah, it's, just it's like, funny. Whoa. So anyway, we're not illegal anymore. So when we leave Thailand, yes. we've got all our visas. Yeah, actually, we've, we you know, we've only asked for nine days, but they gave us another 30 days. I know. It's a bit weird, isn't it? Would you want to stay for another 30 days? Uh, no, I'm ready to go in. Are you? Well, yeah. let's just talk about that because we are going back to New Zealand in how many days now? Three? Three. What days is it? It's Monday and we leave. We, we actually fly out on the Next Thursday. Week. Uh, yeah, Thursday yeah, this week. Yeah, yeah. this week. Yeah. And I've got to say, I'm really, really looking forward to it, Bye. I know. Yeah, because the thing is, is four years ago when we were in Chiang Mai, when we'd done the world trip with the kids um, and th this going back after that trip, after that magical year away, there was a big dread going back. Um, the, one of the biggest dreads was money more than anything, wasn't mm. it? it? was go back and like, I'd sold my business. Yeah, we still had the house, mortgage on the house to go back and figure out what on earth are we going to do. And we were trying to do, get our online businesses working here in in, in Yeah, that's where it all started was that's, Chiang Mai yeah, four years ago. That's, that was the land of the digital nomad at yeah. the time, wasn't it? It really, really was. Yeah. Well, that's exactly right, because we came here, like Bryce said, four years ago, and we dreading going home because we were really, going really home really to dreaded. nothing. Mm. 
when I say nothing, it was like it we was didn't have a job or no any income. income that we were going back to. And it was like we, we, we spent that time in Chiang Mai four years ago just building a website. Like we were so, oh, I just want to say wet, wet, but I don't want well, to say was. wet behind the ears, but well, we were. Of course it was, yeah. We were. It, it, it was, it, it's, it, you know, my trade, as everybody probably knows, is was as a tradie, as a, as a heating engineer, you know, plumber, electrician, uh, gas fitter those three trades, uh, that's what I did. So I could always turn my hand to anything, but I didn't want to go back into that. I could. That was, you know, that that was always the, the, the safety net, wasn't it? That's a good thing about having a trade, isn't it? Is yeah, you it always, is. you can always pick at work, but that's the thing we didn't, we'd, we'd had this magical year away together as a family and we didn't want to go home and go back to separate lives. Yeah. And so Chiang Mai was the place where we built our pet website, where we tried drop shipping, where mm -hmm. we just, it was just, just all these different yeah. ideas, but just couldn't figure out the niche to be in, mm. you know, because everyone, oh, you need a niche, you know, like, oh, what's a niche? And yeah, all we that didn't, sort of stuff. We, yeah, we didn't know anything, yeah. did we? No, we didn't know. Um, but anyway, so that so, this time So the is difference on this time is, you know, we've, we've been away for six months and we've had, we have had the kids with us for two months in that six month period, like, you know, so it's only, we, we've only been away from them for, for, for 90 days. Um, but that's what I'm looking forward to is just getting back to that family unit. Even though the kids are 18 and 21, um, they're still going to be living with us, aren't mm. they? Uh, and just to, to, to get that, you know, sitting down around the table again, having dinner together. Is that what you've missed? I've missed, I, I've missed talking to them like that. Because as much as you talk to them on the phone and stuff and send texts and pictures and stuff, it's just not that same, you know, eye to eye. I've it's just, just I've missed, I mean, we, I know we've talked about this, but I just, I miss the kids like mad. Mm. I really do. Um, I miss being a unit. I miss, mm -hmm. like you say, being there for them and being able to talk and just having just, yeah, just being part of their lives. I don't feel yeah. like at the moment I'm part of their lives, yeah, you know, just, and, trying and to be, yeah. I phone them every day. But which is great because it's a great growing up period for them, like, you know, and a mature, a maturing period for them. But, um, you know, it's just nothing quite like having, um, you know, someone to talk to because mm. we've always been great that we, we talk to our, our, our kids, don't we? But I just want it to be clear because I feel as if like, yeah, but we keep talking about this and I just I want know. it to be clear, Bri, that this has been a fantastic mm -hmm. trip. I've loved, I've loved, loved, loved it. Don't yeah. be sitting there thinking that you did the big mistake by booking no, us this No, booking trip. it too long. No. Yeah. It was yeah. a bit too long, but... Now we're, we're going home, it seems like it wasn't too long, you know, yeah, I don't know. No, you know? it doesn't. I, I don't think it was too long. I just think we could, we, you know, I, I think coming to Thailand, we, we, we planned on going to some seminars and things like that, didn't we? Like, you know, but then this tonsil thing kicked in and, you know, it's just we never really got to do those things because. Yeah, but um, we have used, we were talking about this the other day. And if you're listening to this and you're thinking, Thailand. Uh, here's here's what you need to know about Thailand, right? Okay. First of all, the people, the Thai people, are just they're, divine. They're fantastic. They aren't are they? the most gentle, respectful, respectful people. people. They will. They're just. They're just kind. It's just a calmness in Thailand yeah. that I've never, apart from Japan, uh, other than Japan, that it's just that calmness. Yeah, because this, this, although it's it, though, although there's there's a lot of expats live in Chiang Mai and there are we tourists, just it. but it's not like Phuket where everybody goes where the beaches are. This is just a city. Yeah, up this in is the Chiang North, Mai. Yeah, and it's just yeah, it's like it's like real Thailand. I look at it. The other thing you need to know about Chiang Mai is it's full, and we've talked about this before. It's full of people working online. They come here because it is cheap. The weather is fantastic. 
the standard of living is fantastic. When yeah. we told you, you know, look where we're staying for $50 a night in this fantastic condo with a pool and a sauna and a gym and a, you know, yeah. if you're earning money online, earning the American dollar or whatever, and you're here living this, yeah. you can get well, you so can see, much yeah. for your money. Yeah. It's unbelievable. We're, we're, I was talking to a guy the other day who's from Hawaii, you know, and he sold everything to come and live here. Mm. He said, because, you know, I actually... Could, I could live in uh, Hawaii, but I'm not going to live the lifestyle. I'm going to live Is that here. the guy that kept going on about uh, falling off the motorbike? Yeah, it was, yeah. Oh, yeah. Brian. He repeated that he story, know. though, and that I got know. on my nerves. It, it, it did. did he like, not remember that he'd already told us that story? I don't think he did two days before. So I know. that's what happens. But, it's horrible because he yeah. came down, he told us this really tragic story about his friend on the motorbike, and it was really disturbing. It was a horrible it was, story. Yeah, it was a horrible story. Yeah. And then two days later, we saw, we saw him back down. He's like, hi, how are you doing? And we said, yeah, how are you? And he went, oh, I'm feeling a bit... You know, I had this friend and I thought, surely, surely not. You're not going to tell us again. And he did. It was like Grand Dog Day, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. And it was like, oh, no. Anyway, but yeah. So that's the other thing about Thailand is just fantastic way of just to be able to work. Yeah, it is. If you're working online digitally, it's amazing. Yeah. Although I will say the annoying thing about it is if you're trying to converse with America, the time zone, the time zones are that, that's it's a impossible. Li- it's, a, it's, a, it's a bit. Tr- it depends. California is not too bad, isn't it? Because that's kind of twelve hours. It, yes, it is. It's not mm. not as good, but they they work it. They work around it, don't they? Yeah, they just they yeah. get up in the night and they do and yeah. get up early in the morning. I suppose. Yeah. So, food is fantastic. Got to say, I'm a bit over it by now. I'm ready for some different yeah, food. If, yeah, and uh, and if you've ever had your tonsils out, you're not allowed to eat chili. And I just um, and, and everything's got to be kind of soft, and it's kind of hard to go mm. to the street food vendors and just say, "I just like this, please," because their English isn't particularly brilliant, and it's just the same for everyone. They look at it as if like it's spicy, and I'm like, "No, no, 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 thank you." Because I did, <laughs> I have tried, I did try a piece of spicy sausage once. And I'm not being funny. It felt like someone was had a blowtorch in your ears. Mm. It was quite painful. not recommended, is it, Brian? It's just don't ever do that if you've had, if you had a tonsillectomy. Don't eat don't eat chili. No. When they say don't eat chili, don't because yeah. it's it's horrendous. So yeah, all in all, Thailand has been absolutely superb. But I did look at it as a time a, a five week period where we could get all our medical work done. You know, well, like we've said about our teeth yep. and things like that. And you've fa- thankfully had your tonsils sorted yep, now. Yeah, sorted. So then so I'm going to fly give you home again. Yep. So now you can fly. We've we've done loads of work online, and more importantly, I have got to the point where I've nearly finished the book that I'm writing. And that's dun, what I want to yep. talk to you about dun, now. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun. Should I have a little theme thing? I think, yeah. I yeah. Think, yeah, yeah. Liz's book, Liz's book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so four years ago, like we've just talked about, um, we went on a, uh, we took the kids and we traveled the world for a year. We, I was, we were homeschooling them. So educate, you know, schooling wasn't a problem. They were 16 and 13 and we just got to a stage in our life. I was 47, 48. And it was like, you know what? We've always dreamed of going around the world for, with our kids. We've always, I think most people probably have that dream, don't they? Yeah, like, wouldn't it be a, great? What a great dream. You yeah. know, it is, it's a, it's a dream that you are going to go backpacking around the world. Yeah. This is not just fly to a destination and then come back. This was like, we are going traveling. Take a year off, traveling rent for a year. your house, pack yeah. your job in, 
get your money and go. Go to wherever yeah. you want around the world. That's That was always our dream. And like I say, it came to the point in our life where we're like, if we don't do it now, we are never going to do it. No. And let's face it, we weren't ready to do it. We didn't have, you know, we weren't, we, we never got to that point in our life where we went, da-da, yeah, we're ready. We've got loads of money yeah, and we can just go and spend ready. it all on a trip. So yeah. we didn't, we weren't ready, but we decided with Sonny being 16, now, it was now or never because yeah. it was getting to that age where he's like, he's not going to want to spend a year traveling the family, no. uh, traveling the world with his family when he's 18 years old. He just won't. No. Yeah, knowing Sonny though, he would. I know, but we didn't <laughs> but yeah. know that. But yeah, yeah. And, and he he had to he had to work hard because he had to take his NCA level two. Yeah, didn't he? Yeah, to, to, so, so he could come on the holiday. And you just think, whoa. Yeah. Off we went round the world, and we only had so much money to spend on this trip. So we worked it out that we would be living off. 50 US dollars. It was 100 NZ dollars a day, yeah. whatever that is when you work it out. Um, and we did it. We were couch surfing. We were staying in really <laughs> shoddy accommodation. House sitting. We were house sitting. We were eating street food. And we traveled for a year as a family and had the best year of our life. It was it was tight. It was skint. Mm -hmm. it, was, it was rough. But oh my God, it was amazing yeah and out of that trip came some fabulous fabulous very funny stories about what life was like for me in particular to go with my husband and my two teenage kids and go around the world like you know it's yeah. just that i'm just not the sort of person that i can ever imagine doing that and i did it and yeah. i wrote i started writing a book about the process about what it was like you know yeah. about the stories that have happened and that book is almost finished. And like I say, I, I, we came to, we went traveling. This six month trip has been a lot of that chunk of time has been used finishing my book. Yep. I am very, very amateur. I do not know what I'm doing. I'm not, it's, it's, I'm not. But you, yeah, you no, say you don't know what you're doing. I don't. You, you do, I'm just yes, making it but, up as I go along. Yeah, yes. But the I thing don't is, know anything yeah, about writing a book. I'm just making it up. Yeah, I'm this, stories this and is, sharing them. This is a creative talking right now. That this is this is you as you are a creative, Liz. You are different than me. And when you keep saying these things, I I, I got total faith in you. And and you you yes, you do know what you're doing. But you're saying to yourself, I don't know what I'm doing because. I'm not a professional writer. And it's like, well, you actually, you are, you know, you, you've been paid many a time for uh, guest posts on people's things and things like that. So, yes, you are a professional writer. And it's so hard to actually hear it. Um, that, that's what you are. Mm, thank you, Brian. So I didn't mean what I said about you shitting your pants in the hospital. No, I, I, I know that. <laughs> Thank you, darling. Thank you. But yes, yeah, so, it is hard. It is, and and, and this is the hardest thing for Liz to do is to actually now hear with us, uh, you know, um, a, a piece of her book and actually read it out to you. You know, but I'm so, going to do it. I yes. am going to do it because I'm so proud of what I've done. It's a story that needs sharing. It does. And if I don't do it, then I'm never going to. So from now on, until this book is published, every podcast which will probably hopefully only be about five until it's published. Yes. I'm going to read you a section of my book. So yeah. I'm going to set the scene. We had gone to Italy. We had to take the kids to Venice because it was like we'd, they'd heard all about this lovely, you know, place where gondolas went up and down on the water and it was the most romantic city in the world. So we took the kids and we went to Venice. And here is a section of the chapter. 
now, introducing Liz's book that's going to be absolutely brilliant. Take it away, Liz. We took the train to Venice and spent the next six glorious hours wandering along beautiful narrow lanes and crossing ornate bridges. Taking photographs of pigeons and men in red and white stripy tops who strutted up and down on big, long, throbbing gondolas. In the afternoon, I suggested that we be like a real Italian family and bathe our feet in the water. I took off my shoes and dipped my toes in the canal, laughing coyly like a half-wit, pretending that I was doing something daring and that the lukewarm water had taken my breath away. Are you sure? said Tessa, folding her arms and staring into the depths. It looks pretty gross to me. Like, why is it all brown? And anyway, Becky Boy's mum said it's illegal for tourists to put their feet in the canal in Venice. Hmm, I wanted to say, that's because Becky Boyd's mum is a crabby-ass Bible basher and never likes my posts on Facebook. But I didn't, because I'm mature, and sometimes I wear my glittery cross like Madonna. I pulled my baggy pants up over my knees and thought of Joanna Lumley. We're travellers, darling, not tourists. There's a big difference. On the other side of the canal, there was a beautiful couple, also indulging in some toe-dipping. A man and a woman, lovers, giggling and touching, flirting with each other like I don't know what. I fixed my eyes on the oblivious pair, then shifted the weight on my bum cheek so I could get comfy. Mmm, touch, 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 kiss, kiss, kiss. Jesus Christ, why don't you get a room? Anyone would think that they were in the most romantic city in the world or something. Sonny was talking to me, but I ignored him. I was too busy making up a story about Romeo and Juliet over there on the other side of the canal. Hmm, I bet they were married to different people. And they were meeting up in secret to cheat on their partners. Yes, that was it. They'd agreed to meet in Venice to have dirty, illicit sex. The woman raised her chocolate brown eyes to meet mine. Shit. I flushed and looked away. I didn't want her to think that I was spying on her. Gawping. Perving. I waited for a second or two before sneaking another look. She giggled breezily and draped herself over the man's shoulder seductively, nibbled flirtatiously on his ear like a black-haired dormouse. Crikey. I watched, gormlessly, unashamedly transfixed. And then the man tossed his head back playfully and pretended to howl. Oh, the spell was broken. Oh my God, what a pair of show-offs. I picked at the flaky dead skin on my right kneecap. Maybe they were one of those exhibitionist type couples. You know, the ones that like to be watched. Swingers. Nymphomaniacs. I'd heard about their sort before. Brian's old mate from work used to know a couple. They went to Asda Car Park every Saturday night to have sex in the back of their Ford Mondeo. They were at it for months, paying and displaying until they were told to move on. I looked at Brian sitting next to me. He was examining his veiny foot, rotating his ankle around in a clockwise motion and flinching and tutting every time it clicked. Ugh, yuck. If he tells me one more time how his foot has never recovered from that tennis injury, I'll throw him under the next gondola. 
<laughs> Did you like it, Brian? Thanks. <laughs> so you've learned on this podcast uh, that I'm pooing myself in the in, in the hospital and I've got I've got veiny feet that click. <laughs> yeah, but you do have that habit though, Brian, don't you? I've got to warn. Sorry, don't first your stitches. I know, but I do. I, I've got I, to warn I, you, yeah. Brian. The book is filled with thanks. <laughs> I can just imagine this. <laughs> she was gorgeous, though. Absolutely gorgeous. Anyway, if you want to know more about this book that I'm writing and hear more chapters like that, then you just have to join me every week on this yes. podcast until it's published. Yeah, and you can always sign up for your newsletter, which you will talk about at the end on the outro, won't you? But, you know, just go to head over to itsadrama.com. That's www.itsadrama.com forward slash newsletter but just put your email in there and liz will send you an email each week basically well, yeah. telling you about this stuff about about the book and when it's going to be released and yes. everything like that as well yeah. yeah but like i say i'm you've got it you i'm being held accountable now and i actually i'm really excited about it because yeah. now i've said it on the podcast it's like people know that i'm writing it people have heard what it is and um yeah and so i'm gonna read it until it's published yeah, and that's it and i'm gonna make you do it now so um you know hold you over the uh not haul you over the coals but basically you know hold you to that time hold you promise Brian. well there we go yeah that's, that's another one in there just just <laughs> get my my clicky feet and um make sure that i've been to loo first <laughs> okay thank you so much for joining us thank you for listening to my book and thank you for being you yeah honestly i wouldn't do it if i didn't love you i just i and that's the big thing is like this podcast makes me just feel i know that i'm talking to you and i know that you are with us because you love us and we love well, you, you and i feel safe you, you've you been know? in our, our, our travels for the last sort of six months and yeah. you know we're going to be back in New Zealand the next time you the hear us. The next time you hear us, wow. we'll be back in New Zealand. And I just hope, Bri, that we don't get all down on ourselves, you know, and be like, oh, yeah. Yeah. don't like being back here. I thought I liked the kids, but I actually have my second yeah. thoughts. Focus. <laughs> so until next time, when we come to you from New Zealand, thank you for being you. Thank you for being the people that you are. And I'll speak to you soon. Yeah, and I'm just going to say, well done, Les, for doing what you've just done. And uh, kia kaha, let's stay strong. And kia u. Stay, stay true and that's true to, to yourself Liz and get that back out okay, okay. lots of love see <laughs> you soon, soon. Okay, bye. bye hi this is Liz if you're enjoying this podcast then I'd love it if you considered signing up to my weekly email newsletter this is a newsletter where I send out all the details of what's going on in our lives with the kids and with travel and right now I'm in the middle of writing a book about traveling the world with a family and I share all the details the good the bad and the absolute hilarious I don't share this with anyone else only the people that have committed and signed up to my email newsletter if that sounds like something you would love to do and you'd like to get to know me better, then sign up after you've listened to this podcast by going to www.itsadrama.com slash hello. That's www.itsadrama.com slash hello. I really look forward to getting to know you better. Thank you so much for joining us this week on the podcast. We have loved having you here. If you guys could subscribe to us on iTunes and leave us a five-star review. Oh yeah, that would be nice. That would be absolutely amazing. And make sure to share the podcast with your friends. And if you'd like to hop over to the blog, find one of the little boxes that ask you to drop your email. I will send you a newsletter every week letting you know when we've released our new podcast. That will go straight into your (laughs) inbox. So it's www.com 
itsadrama.com. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your day, and we will see you next week for another podcast. Look forward to it. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.